I'm fly like an eagle, I'm yelling, go birds. He's sniffing the end zone, I'm feeling like hers. Scramble out the pocket, boy, it's the first. Like Davis, we blitz and put him in the dirt. Making big plays, I'm feeling like slaves. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back into the 610 podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here on this Monday afternoon discussing the Philadelphia Eagles 34-31 win over the Washington Commanders. All right, so I thought that this was a game where, and I'm going to put this out there right now, this was a trap game. Um, I was very surprised to see how close of a game this won. First of all, the defense was terrible. Defense was awful. Um, I think we're seeing a defense right now that is just insanely, um, you know, is becoming inconsistent, I think, a little bit. Uh, We saw it early on, week one against the Patriots. Week two, they looked much better in the first half against the Minnesota Vikings than in the second half. Uh, Things got a little wonky. Uh, A lot wonky, I should say. Um, But then against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they really did a good job. But against the Washington Commanders, a team that could only manage three points against the Buffalo Bills. And the Bills have a great defense. But I thought that the the Eagles had a darn good defense too. And I thought that the way Sam Howell played against uh, Buffalo, the Eagles could make him play that way against Washington. But this was a game that they just let Washington hang around too long. Um, They should have put them away. Uh, They had plenty of sacks to grow around. And the secondary was god-awful. God-awful. I was very, very, very disappointed in what I saw out of that uh, secondary. But regardless, you know, you got the win. You know, um, I mean, you know, I, I think the way that they won the game, um, you know, offensively things looked great. Uh, I thought this was the best game we've seen out of Jalen Hurts thus far. 25 of 37, 319 passing yards, two touchdowns, both, uh, bombs to aid the second throw to AJ Brown was the best throw we've seen from Jalen Hurts this season, in my opinion, um, and the first to A.J. Brown, you know, that was just a great play by A.J. Brown. Making moves, weaving his way through, uh, finding the end zone. He had nine catches, 175 yards, and two touchdowns. This was not a game that they needed to win on the ground like they had the previous two. Uh, DeAndre Swift only had 56 rushing yards. Did have one rushing touchdown. Um, he had a solid game, but I thought they shied away from the run maybe a little bit too much. And, you know, but... Regardless, um, they were able to move the ball through the air. Devontae Smith had seven catches, 78 yards. He had that really, really nice grab uh, down the middle in the first half um, to put them in position for a field goal. Dallas Goddard, I saw him get involved. I thought he got involved a lot more. He only had two catches for 25 yards. I thought he had a little bit more than that. But, um, you know, you like to see him get the ball in his hands, obviously, some more. But that's going to be... You know, um, when teams start shutting down Brown and Smith, which is going to be very, very hard to do, I'm just letting you, you know, defenses out there, you know, it's going to be so hard to shut those two down. Um, It's going to be, I mean, almost 
damn near impossible because how do you right like you need to line up a big tall physical corner against aj and then a quick uh corner over on Devonta smith i mean i think you know what the team that will uh do this maybe when we play the jets but but that's a long ways away um so there's that uh that that's the only team i really can see shutting down those two guys of course you know with me saying this watch it happen this week against the rams but regardless uh that's going to be when dallas goddard has that big game and that's going to be a game where we're also going to really see what we have out of alamide Zacchaeus. i mean we saw him have a solid game against the bucks but when teams start to figure out brown and Smith, or you know begin to stop brown and smith and i'll tell you what i also think the competition going against james bradbury and darius slay each day has really made these guys that much better and but i mean with it's made aj brown and Devonte smith better i think it's uh not really doing the same though for bradbury and darius slay because that was brutal yesterday darius slay ooh, that was tough um josh Job did not do great against terry mclaurin which i was you know uh, disclaimer here i was not able to watch the entire game on fox um you know, I was in New York with my buddies, and we were only uh, we were watching Red Zone. Um, but I got to see a good amount of the game through Red Zone, and uh, from what I saw defensively, that was really brutal. Out of um, Josh Job, I mean, that was awful. You know, I, I was calling, you know, yelling for Darius Slay to get on Terry Terry McLaurin because that's literally um, three years ago. When the Eagles traded for Darius Slay, the idea was we need someone to cover Scary Terry and Amari Cooper uh, four times a year we play those teams. And, you know, it was awful yesterday. I, I It was terrible. Um, and Terry McLaurin hasn't had a game like that against the Eagles, I really think, since he was a rookie receiver uh, back in 2019. I mean, I haven't, we haven't really seen Terry McLaurin have a game like that against the Birds. Uh, but, you know, he did, and... Um, they were able to move the ball down the field all too well. They were able to get get it to Brian Robinson Jr., who, you know, was able to score a touchdown, and then Curtis Samuel, and there was the fumble recovered in the end zone. I think that was that was uh, Terry McLaurin, um, who you know, if you have him in fantasy, you know, that probably made you feel a little little good. Um, I did not, so I was still pretty ticked that the Eagles couldn't come up with that ball. Um, Instantly when that happened, though, I was uh, quickly reminded of the Donovan McNabb two back-to-back week fumbles where he where Kevin Curtis recovered it in the end zone. But, um, you know, that obviously was very, very annoying. The lone bright spot, I really, I mean, defensively, they racked up sacks at five, and Nicholas Moreau had three. I'm telling you, they are really benefiting from Carter and Davis on the field because it's freeing up Nicholas Morrow to come in as a free blitzer. But, you know, yesterday as a whole was a rough rough game for um, for Desai and that defense. That was really, really uh, underwhelming by Sean Desai, and I thought that they were uh, a little outcoached. Um, but I thought that this showed that, you know, Ron Rivera get, getting his, uh, you know, the crap kicked out of them last week, 37-3 to Buffalo. I thought this was really strong by him to um, bring 
that team together, and uh, I thought the Eagles took them a little lightly. I thought they really did, um, especially defensively. That was that was really 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 poor, uh, just all around. I thought the I'll get into the officiating in a little bit um, as a whole around the NFL, but yesterday for the Eagles was terrible. Um, the offsides call on Landon Dickerson, obviously, that was brutal. The taunting penalty. Uh, I did think, though, um, it was. I did think that what Jalen Hurts said to AJ Brown on the sideline when he came over and said, "Hey, man, you can't. We can't get those taunting penalties called against us because I, that could have decided the game. I mean, that could have been you know huge. If Washington had ended up winning that game, you'd say, you know, what the heck. Um, but there was John the whole game. If you look, if you go back and look, how many times did I see Emmanuel Forbes? talking junk to A.J. Brown because he said something and put the ball there. I mean, okay, I guess that is a taunt, but, you know, come on. You, you're not calling it the whole game. Washington's doing it too. I, it's like, you know, call it fair. Call it both ways. Um, there was a lot of crap being called out there. And, again, the offsides call was ridiculous. I mean, one of the Washington defensive linemen literally was offsides. But that was that was horrible. The intentional grounding call against Jalen Hurts, horrible. That stupid penalty where Sam Howell was running out of bounds, got hit, and they called a personal foul, unnecessary roughness. The quarterback gave himself up. He's going for the sticks. They're trying to prevent him from getting the first down. What are they supposed to do? Back off, say, yeah, here you go, buddy. Get the first down. It's ridiculous. Um, I thought it was terrible. It seemed like the Eagles got all the crappy calls called against them. And if you then look at the NFL as a whole, if you watch Sunday Night Football last night, um, I know this isn't entirely Eagles related, but we're going to make it. The holding call on Sauce Gardner. Um, like I said, I was up in New York yesterday. A lot of my buddies are Jets fans. You know what the first thing I said was? Wonder where I've seen that before with the Benefish beneficiary call going uh patty mahomes way in the kansas city chiefs pathetic really really pathetic um very very you know tough to watch very tough to watch to say the least um you know with these nfl referees nowadays i mean it's really pathetic and i thought it really yesterday really came to a head but you know, specifically talking about the Eagles here. Happy they won. Happy that Jake Elliott is that dude. Um, and it was awesome. You know, they get the, I think the intentional grounding call was made that drive. And then they just went to Devontae Smith. And Devontae Smith said, once I caught the ball, went down, saw where I was. I was like, okay, this game's over because we're bringing on Jake. 54 yards out. I was a little anxious. First of all, I mean, as much as I was pra uh, praising Ron Rivera for how he, you know, got Washington uh, geared up for that game yesterday. I got to say, he, he not trying to ice Jake Elliott was pretty stupid. Um, but Jake Elliott able to hit that 54-yarder obviously was big. and uh, But that but that never should have happened. I mean, as much as, you know, you can sit here and, you know, praise Jake Elliott, that never should have happened. Washington's last drive was ridiculous giving up all those yards not making tackles i mean you could see them going right down the field and you're like oh my god they're gonna get a real shot at the end zone they are actually going to get a shot at the end zone and Jahan dotson 
um, makes that catch and, and, you know, ties it up. Pathetic. Um, so, all right. Moving forward to the Los Angeles Rams this upcoming Sunday, uh, we'll talk about that, um, you know, when we, uh, when, uh, when we are back on Friday, that's a late window game, um, so we'll be we'll be talking about that a little bit. Um, gonna be interesting to see, you know, the injury report. Uh, you know, Cam Jurgens. It's it's believed that he's not gonna be playing in that game. Um, hopefully, you're gonna see Sidney Brown back. Hopefully, you're gonna see Quez Watkins back um, for that upcoming game because you know, being on the road, it's all hands on deck. Uh, and the, the way the Rams played, I mean, so far, they've been okay. They're going to give you a fight. The Rams are going to give you a fight. They're going to have Cooper Cup back. Question is, will, obviously, Matthew Stafford be playing? And if he does, will he be 100%? But, um, you know, that's going to be uh, that's going to be another um, game that you're going to have to duke it out. And I think the Eagles are playing a lot of close games right now. And, you know, while we want to see them win by two scores – I honestly think this is preparing them down the road. And you heard AJ Brown say in the post game, you know, press conference, he said, We don't want to be playing our best football right now. Which taken out of context sounds stupid, but what he means is we want to be playing our best football in January. He he should have put it he should have said we're building towards something so we can, you know, be playing our best football in January, saying the, the way he worded it wasn't correct, but I thought he had a good point, you know, um, we're, we're still building, and, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of room to, um, to grow on this team, and, and this is still a team that's, you know, fighting for, uh, you know, um, you know, fighting it out each week, and we're still figuring it out, but I mean, last year, you know, by this point in the season, it looked like the Eagles were gonna, you know, walk away with the division because um the, how, just how good they were you know and how good they looked but um you know this year it's not that case and I like I said I think though that these closer games are going to prepare you now it may tire you out going on the you know in the long run but these close games I'm telling you it's going to prepare them uh furthermore down the stretch all right everyone thanks for tuning in today to the 610 podcast I will be back on tomorrow um for the phillies uh game one wild card series against the miami marlins uh that episode uh previewing that series will be coming up and um you know we'll put out another episode later on about penn state's win against northwestern um and for the eagles i'll be back on friday discussing the upcoming week Five matchup against the Los Angeles Rams as the Eagles to look to be 5-0 on the season. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.